Good morning, everybody. It is the Band Boys. We've got Shelby Rich Dom. We've got a special guest on today. We've got Shway Master Dorian in the building. We've got the artist, the fashion designer, the legend, the myth, the neighborhood hero, Dorian. Damn, neighborhood hero. The though. neighborhood hero. So nigga, I'm Spider-Man now? Nah, nigga, you are fucking, uh, you're Big Meech right now. Big Meech? Larry okay. Hoover? Yeah. All right. I respect that. That's what I'm talking about. So we got, uh, we got the weight master, the guy who's just putting bricks through my college tuition. It is what it is. Uh, guys, let's get started today. This nigga, nah, bro. This nigga, what is this man on this morning? Dom hey, whatever, whatever Dom had for breakfast this morning, I, I need to know because you're. Like, I don't want to know. No, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, Dom, yeah, yeah. Can you tell everybody about like the the proposition that was thrown at you earlier today? All right, guys. that's probably why he's throwing yeah, off a little bit this morning. No, but uh, pretty much what happened this morning is uh, I hate coming to Shelby's house to do this podcast sometimes. Most of the time I enjoy it, you know what I mean? It's a nice area-ish. Once you step inside his apartment, that's where it's nice. Outside of it, it's definitely not that great. Um, So I get out of my car, and as I'm getting out of my car, I see a white Jeep slowly approaching me, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. Um, What the fuck, right? So as I start walking a little bit closer to his building, um, they start kind of getting a little bit closer, and their window starts rolling down. I'm like, all right. I grip the iron. I pull it out. I'm like, you know what? What the fuck? This dude's rolling his window down, approaching me. Like, shit's about to get real. All of a sudden, I turn around, and this dude sticks his head out the window. He's like, hey, man. I'm like, what What do you want? He's like, uh, you want a blowjob? All right, stop. Look, this nigga down be capping, bro. He didn't just look, <laughs> he didn't just look at this dude and was like, oh, what do you want? Dom was literally scared to fucking death. This dude pulled up on him, rolled that window down. Dom clutched his pole like he normally does and was like, huh, how can I help you? Dude said, you look like you could use a blowjob. That's how the, that's how the fucking story went. Pause. That's literally not how We're going to bring that back the wor- to that. The worst part about this is, is I'm get- you guys are getting a fake story from somebody that no, had listen. to take six attempts parallel parking this morning. Listen, <laughs> the worst the worst. So you know, he can't, oh he can't drive and he can't lie. Damn. That's the two things. That wasn't parallel parking, bro. That was a fucking... Shelby. What's that called? Bro? Shelby. Because it ain't parallel parking. Shelby. Bro, that's called parallel It's on a curve like this, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's parallel it's parking, parallel bro. Parking. It's parallel look, parking. Look, look, look. Parallel parking is like if the parking spot was straight, straight, and I backed up into it. I'm talking about, were you trying to park your car between two cars? He was. Yeah. Yes, but it's parallel parking. But it was a parallel parking. But listen, it was it a curve. Works out. It's parallel it's parking. It's parallel parking. Parallel, parallel does not mean perpendicular, right? So parallel, you were inside the same curve as those other cars trying to get in between them. So you were parallel to those two cars on the curve. That's the parking. That's a parallel park. Parallel yep, you parallel park. parked in your trash app. But technically, you have I a backup camera. None of, none of the, this none man has a backup camera in his trash app. Listen, none oh, of the cars bro. are parallel to each other. Sir. If we're really talking about fucking... Uh, you guys were on the same axis. No, if we're talking about geometry and you motherfuckers know... Symmetry and all that bullshit. So semicircles can't be listen, parallel. Listen, it <laughs> wasn't. It wasn't a semicircle, bro. What I'm saying is those cars weren't parallel to each other because they all were at different fucking points. No, they were definitely parallel. Am I lying? The curve that you were parking on is fixed, and the I don't like this position I'm being put in right now. Because you can't parallel park. Let's get over. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas. <laughs> They should have never gave you niggas money. <laughs> but yeah, oh man. Oh my god. That's kind of what happened to me this morning. 
I got uh, a really weird proposition. I had to. Wa- I yep. didn't take it. He did. And then check it. Hey, check his wallet. He's down twenty bucks. He's down twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. So I call Shelby, right? I'm like, hey, bro, I'm trying to. No, I call Shelby. Should I, should I do this? It's twenty bucks. I call Shelby to tell him what's going on. Dude right? has a drive-through. It's twenty dollars. Right? I call this man, right? And I'm like, hey, bro, like, you oh, need yeah. to like move or do something. Like, this is bullshit. And he was like, what happened, bro? So I'm talking to him, and all of a sudden I hear this laughing in the background. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden I realized his girlfriend's in the elevator with him, just fucking laughing at me and just ruining my life. Damn. Damn, you just Your you, you going to label us like that? Girl label huh? you pre-label like, uh, us like that? Interesting. You know, so uh, Hey man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations, bro. Whatever that word is. Hey, you congratulations. Yeah, what you doing, bro? Hey, my bro, boy bro, Shelby bro. got a girlfriend. Bro, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute for clarity. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. His friends would benefit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, Why learn how to parallel park. Don't be egging bro, me like does, this, bro. This man put my whole hey, nigga, learn how to hey, park. Hey, 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 actually, hey, learn hey, how to drive. You don't even drive. Link it out of here. Hey, when's the last time you drove? Be honest. Last night. I'm a fucking liar. This nigga don't even drive. Have you seen him drive? No, no I've never, never, never seen him drive. Now these niggas are real capping. These niggas are real capping right now because we went and got a pizza three weeks ago. In my fucking car. No, we took a moped. I literally called this nigga one day, bro, and I'm like, Yo, what you doing? Like FaceTime him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just chilling, just leaving work." I'm like, I "Where the, the fuck bus. you at?" This nigga was on the bus, bro. You don't drive. He doesn't don't drive. drive. I don't drive. He's scared of traffic. I don't drive to work because I want to save money. No, he's time. scared of traffic. Not I live right on the red line. Mark. All that mineralist shit. He's lying. He's scared of traffic. He's scared to be in the field. Hey, you're he's scared like- to get caught lacking. Pause. You're acting like bitch has to go. Nigga, unpause. But look, we, we do have a special guest in here today. Uh, Dorian, thank you so much for coming through, man. Um, tell us a little bit about Shway Clothing, kind of how you guys started, what initially led you into uh, fashion. And um, yeah, let, let's just kind of start there. Just a little bit of background about sh- yourself and Shway. Um, first off, man, I didn't know shit about fashion up until like two or three years ago, to be honest. But I got more in love with it as time went on. So I'm sorry I was saying that. Um, background, I started off as a graphic designer and that's my ultimate passion is designing. Um, you know, from there, man, I started uh, designing for a, a sportswear company called Millennium Gear, kind of seeing the ins and outs of like manufacturing and, you know, textile making. And I was like, dude, this is so fucking dope. What if, you know, I started designing my own shit, right? And as a designer and an artist, you know, you know, we design on so many different types of media, like canvases, you know, prints, whatever. And my idea was, why don't I just, you know, do the graphic designing and put on clothes, you know? So, so what does Shway stand, like, what's the, what does it represent? So, Shway is essentially like, you know, it comes, I'll say it comes from, you know, the term feng shui, which is taking out negative energy, replacing with positive energy. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea of shui was essentially putting good vibes in all my designs and putting all like the positivity and energy into it that transfers to the next person. So like any design that you know, I create, you know, put it on a shirt or some kind of, you know, kind of piece, somebody will feel that. Somebody will feel that I'm not just slapping shit on a shirt and selling it. No, they feel that this dude is really putting all his all into this work. 
and you know I fuck with it. I fuck with creators like that. Like uh, I'm, I'm gonna speak for me. You guys can definitely jump in, but when when people say that, bro, like they're trying to put something out there that that in my mind is missing, right? Like I feel like the real brand connection is gone. Uh, when it comes to brands, like yeah, like people want to wear Nike, people want to wear Adidas, whatever the case is, but like your designer, whoever's designing those new Nike and Adidas. I 1000% bet you they don't have a mindset like that. That's not what they're thinking when they're making that shit. They're just thinking like, oh shit, this is going to be cool. All the fucking rich white kids are going to go grab it or whatever the case is. So like, I, I fuck with people like that that kind of have a, a a vision towards like why they do what they do. You know, that, that, that kind of, yeah, with a purpose. Something with real value and some it, real it makes meaning. Me, yeah, it yeah. makes me more interested. It makes me want to engage more. It makes me want to like follow what they're doing. You know what I mean? For like, years to come or whatever the case is and also just buy be, become a become a customer you know if, if it's something like that that i feel you know deep down i don't i don't know about you like i said that's just i just wanted to say that so i appreciate you doing that as a creator man that's big right on bro no as so i mean just to piggyback off that you know what kind of people because you have this message for your brain and why you do what you do so initially when you started sway clothing who are you creating for? So, I would say, uh, honestly, man, I was creating for anybody that didn't have an identity or that was so tired of you know, going with the masses of, you know, you know streetwear and you know, all this and that. It's like, you know, to wear Supreme or to wear, you know, Off-White, that makes you somebody. So... They have great clothes. You know, Virgil Abloh is somebody that I fucking study day in and day out. All right, I respect the man. He's a definite idol of mine. And the clothes that he makes, I mean, honestly, just for, you know, rich white kids that want to be cool, that, you know, they, you know, limit their supplies to make it, you know, scarce and all that to give it more value, which is cool. But it's like, it's just clothes, bro. Like, you got motherfuckers fighting over this shit for no reason when you got talented artists you know around the city you know different cities that are doing shit people are overlooking it so for me i produce my clothing and my designs for those who appreciate art not just clothing i get the best quality the best quality shirts garments and i put the best product or best designs on that quality so it's quality all the way around and it's made for people that appreciate that Shout out to the black t-shirt that Dorian sold me three years ago that is still black and hasn't shrunk. Every time, day, he, baby, hey, every time he wears that over here, I'm just like, man, I gotta, can I trade you for something? Can I get something like that? Like, hey, what? man, just make one, bro. Nah, hey, I appreciate that. So first of all, one thing Support. that we can't do is you cannot make him the same type of hoodie that you made me. So, cause we end up matching again. That. And I've already- Oh yeah, hey, that hoodie. That's a one of a kind, bro. Like, whoa, oh, Dom has a one of one. No I did. <laughs> oh shit, bro! No can you? You got to put up a picture so you can promo I was like, promo yeah, on the page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was at a photo shoot. It was shoot. tight. Yeah. So, so Dorian, so two to three years is that how long you you've been in? Or also, oh, um, so as far as sway, I've owned sway since uh, 2015. Okay, so five so, about five years in. Yeah, now. so. That first two years of that five-year stint, uh, it was more so learning. Mm -hmm. uh, more so just honestly designing dope shit, putting on fucking polyester t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, 
And then from there, I actually learned what it means to be a fashion designer. Not just somebody that makes t-shirts in their basement. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, because a lot of people were like trying to label me as like, oh, bro, this is a nigga that makes t-shirts. Whatever. Ha ha. T-shirt. Like, no, nah, fuck that, bro. Like, this is not just making t-shirts. All, all this year, doing fucking quarantine and all this COVID bullshit, that's what people were doing. We're just making t-shirts. No, bro, I'm a brand. I'm a lifestyle brand. Shway is a is a way of life. Shway is what you do every day. It's what, you know, how you interact with people. It's, you know, the vibe that you give across. It's that first impression that you give somebody that you want to, you know, sign a multi-million dollar deal or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's what Shway is. Shway is what's inside of you and the good that's inside of you. There ain't no fucking just t-shirt making motherfuckers, bro. Like, yeah. that's what, you know, that's what it took for me to, like, get to this point was to learn and get told that my shit was mediocre, that I was a nigga making t-shirts, and that basically I'm not going to go anywhere. Well, newsflash, I'm doing pretty fucking good. Not to know. You heard that bitch? <laughs> not to Bitch ass nigga. Not to my own fucking horn or nothing, but like, I'm proud of my team, I'm proud of myself, and I'm happy everybody that fucking supports me, and I love y'all, man, for real. So you touched on, I mean, you touched on a couple of the, the things that we definitely want to hit on so I would say, what do you think is the biggest risk that you've taken with starting Shway Clothing? The biggest risk, bro, was actually doing it. Uh, because, you know, you jump into that void, you don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people say, you know, you know walk with faith and blah, blah. And, you know, I'm not trying to get listen to shit, but, like, that is pretty fucking true. And, uh, if I didn't have faith in my in myself and my team, I wouldn't be here, bro. Uh, all the connections I made, all the chances that I've given people. I mean, working with y'all, you know what I mean? Like, I had to put in faith that I know it's just gonna work out the way I wanted to mm-hmm. for all for everybody. So yeah, taking the the biggest risk was actually jump, taking that leap, and been doing good since. So there were a lot of ups and downs oh, through, yeah. through through that time of. I mean, to be five years in and still be, like, on the up, you know what I mean? Like, still climbing up, that speaks to longevity. Mm -hmm. I feel like there are a lot of businesses and other people who have very good spikes. And, like, they might be popping at first, but then they just, like, they're gone. Like, you guys remember, like, Jabos and, like, Mm -hmm. shit like that? Like, you know, they were were great. Bro, I fucking miss you, bro. Yeah, I do too. And like famous, famous like famous yeah, was like go hard for that. famous literally went from being like, yo, this is that exclusive shit. You rocking famous, you're dope to bro, you rocking famous, you what? Like you know what I mean? Who the fuck wants to rock famous type shit? Yeah. But um, I mean, man, how, like how do you deal with like the adversity through it all? Um, to just remain focused on your goals. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure you've been in many situations in five years whether, you know, just by yourself or with your team. But, like, how do you, Mr. Dorian Shway, deal with adversity? Master Shway. Master Shway. Master Shway, pause. Master Shway, Shway God, whatever. <laughs> so, before I answer your question, I just want to say, be on the lookout for custom Shway Jabot jeans. Anyway. That, <laughs> and he's uh, bringing it back. Oh, I'll definitely rock them bitches. Bro, it's, it's happening. I'll it's rock happening, them. Bro. Oh, so to answer your question... I mean, the best way to deal with uh, adversity, bro, is to be consistent. Like, if if you're working toward a goal and motherfuckers telling you you can't do it, are you gonna listen to them? You gonna keep working toward that goal? 
Oh, we keep working. You know what I mean? Like I want the one sure. thing is the one thing I learned is you cannot give up. I took a whole year off of doing Shway and it fucking killed me, dude. It killed me. Like because I wasn't focused on my brand, I wasn't myself, I wasn't creating, I wasn't doing shit. I mean, the only thing I was doing was fucking just making money and that's it. But it wasn't money that I wanted to make the, the way I wanted to make it. And, you know, coming back into it, it felt like I was brand new all over again. You know, nobody was fucking with me. Everybody was like, oh, you're back, that's cool. You know, so, and since then, that's been consistent. Like, you know, no matter what somebody tells me, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing, bro. So, in your time off, when you took that year, mm-hmm. did you, did you, obviously you thought about Shway clothing, but did you think about things that you wanted to change or implement with the brand going back into it? Oh, yeah, oh, definitely want to do a rebrand. Um, honestly, I took, a, I took that time myself, man, uh, because, you know, when, you, when you're a brand new brand and you're trying to, like, really get in the public eye and everything, shit can be overwhelming, bro. I mean, I was like, I was, I was not myself that first like two to three years right there. I took that year off, meditated a lot, you know, got myself together, and you can tell within my brand that there was a change, that there was a shift. Uh, it went from being, you know, super RC and psychedelic to like an actual brand, you know what I mean? An actual like streetwear, high-end streetwear brand, you know? And that's the, that's the route I wanna go. I wanna be international, bro. Like, I wanna be known everywhere you can't be known everywhere if you ain't right with yourself if you're the owner of a company and you're you're not right how's your company gonna reflect that you know what i mean how you gonna win when you ain't right within man, look at this. man you, you come, feel me what fortune cookie did you get that off of oh uh, this that's you funny. ain't cultured at all you ain't tell <clears throat> me where that's from bro I know. exactly I know. let's get it, it from? From? he don't know it well, what is it from though? oh come on that's lauren hill bro stop See, playing man, look. See? See? I'm I know, right? It's cool. It's cool. Get your no parallel parking ass out of here. Oh, bro, that's what <laughs> you get. <laughs> 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 All right. That's uh, like me saying, bro, you don't even design clothes. And you do. I do. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. What you, <laughs> what you doing? Hey, this nigga show we try to attack our guests, bro. What the hey, fuck? Cool. We get it in on, man. We get it in. Hey, everybody's getting some heat today. It's cool. It's cool. All right, man. So, Dorian, I have a question for you, man. You said you took a year off. Uh, I guess what kind of helped you get back into the full-time entrepreneur grind? Like, Because uh, I know it's hard, man. I mean, even for people that just regularly work, right? They take vacations. They get back to work. They're like, oh, man, this kind of sucks. Or, oh, this is hard to kind of get back in that mindset. What helped you do that? I got tired of working for people, bro. Like, I don't want to work for no one but myself, period. What was your last job? My last job actual job was a security guard uh armed or unarmed unarmed all i did was sit at a fucking uh law, law firm overnight just chilling bro all i did was fucking just watch anime and <coughs> take naps nigga. Like, and i got paid for it bro i got paid good money for it but other than that like i got tired working somebody i got tired clocking in I got tired of doing all that shit. I mean, I did do a, a little bit of like estate sales and everything, but I was like more so like, no, I was given the tools to run my own show. Mm. Um, but other than that, bro, like 
that's the last nine to five I've ever worked, and I've been working for myself, and I would never work for anybody else but myself. But like, what was it that like put you over? Like, does did something happen for you to just be like, bro, I'm never working for somebody else again? Or like, was it just like you just woke up one day and just realized it? No, nah, bro. I mean, it's it's fucking tiring, bro. It's draining working for a company that doesn't value one value their employees, and that's. That, that's just with that one company. You can get that shit anywhere, bro. Like, Walmart don't give a fuck about their employees. Mm-hmm. Like, half the cashiers just ain't fucking, uh, ain't man, no, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ain't no fucking cashiers up there. They don't they give a fuck about their shit, bro. But themselves like, and it's just like, working the nine to five, bro, you're helping somebody else make their money. I got money to make, bro. I got mm-hmm. dreams. I got a kid. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, make dimes and nickels with somebody who's making millions, bro. Life range. So I'm trying to be that, I'm trying to be, I have a CEO mindset, I've always had one, bro. Since I was a kid, I've never had an employee mindset. I've always been a go-getter. I've always taken opportunities, and I mean, I'm not stopping anytime. I got a meal ticket to make, bro. I feel that. So. I'm glad that you said that, man, because I just had a conversation with, uh, with a close friend of mine the other day, and I was telling her, like, I wish more people would realize their potential because they spend countless years and countless hours working for another company, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then people just say, well, you know, this is Apple, right? Or this is, uh, this is Tesla or whatever the case is and I'm working for them. But what they gotta understand is Apple, that's Steve Jobs shit. That's yeah. Steve Jobs' dream. You're just a little piece of his puzzle to make his dream work. Yep. Tesla, that's in SpaceX and all that. That's Elon Musk's dream. That's his vision. Only thing you're doing is helping him get to his vision. You don't work. What is yours? You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. Like if more people focused on theirs, not only would it make like people like, don't get me wrong, dudes like Elon Musk and Steve Jobs, you know, rest in peace. They're brilliant. Mm-hmm. They're fucking brilliant. They're genes. And I think they would still find a way to figure it out, even if they didn't have certain people. But I wish more people would just realize their own potential and, and, and act on it. You know what's crazy about that, though, bro? So you brought up Elon Musk. You know Elon Musk started PayPal before he started yeah. Tesla? And nobody believed in PayPal. Yeah, nobody. nobody. Guess what? That's one of the biggest Hell systems. Hell of a using PayPal now, bro. It's that mindset. Literally, he, told, he owed a friend some money. And he didn't want to pay the fee to send money. Mm-hmm. So he created something to send money to his friend. Only thing was, his friend had to create an account. Yep. That was it. Bro, it, it's genius. He said, fuck that. Why would I want to pay a fee when I can make this shit myself? More people need to start saying, why would I do this when I could do this myself? People don't have that mindset. I know people are just they, people they go for the ease of use convenience they just want to like get it done they don't want to think beyond or like what it would take to build something like mm-hmm. PayPal Tesla SpaceX Shway yeah. you know what I mean most people are just cool with going with what's already there or what they already know yeah, people yeah. get comfortable bro and they like complacent you know and for me like one reason why you know came up with Shway was you know, same reason why anybody would make up a business is to, you know, solve a problem. It's to, you know, help with the, you know, help with some kind of need. I want to make my own clothes, bro. Like, you know how convenient it is. But, man, I want a new, I want a new hoodie. 
just make one. You know what I mean? Like, like I have a manufacturing uh, facility that I work with. Uh, my guy Darren Graham uh, with Millennium Gear, and I make the joke with any client, and it's a, it's a true it's it's a joke, but it's a really a true statement. Bro, you could walk in our, our facility right now, butt naked, and walk over a whole fresh outfit, bro. Period, hands down. And it's like, why would I want to? That's an experience. Why would I want to take go anywhere else? And you know, I have that at home. You know what I mean? So, so speaking of that, like the production and stuff, uh, being at, uh, like you said, Millennium or I Millennium Gear. Millennium yeah. Gear. <clears throat> How do you decide like which one of your items actually makes it to production? And, and sees the light of day. Cause I'm pretty sure you have a shit ton of designs. So, um, I'm very meticulous about uh, designs I make. So, say for instance, like, you no, know, we just chilling here, you know, shooting shit. And I have an idea pop in my head. I instantly either draw it, sketch it out, and just let it set for a little bit. From there, you know, I'll just design it up. And if I feel like it suits a certain season, I'll put it with that season. It's mm-hmm. so like right now, I've been designing a hell of shit for the summer and spring. All right, I might be designing something else that's dope for the fall, but I can't drop it until next fall. So it's more so like, as I come up with designs and ideas, I place them in the right, you know, like where they need to go. I want I want the Shoei the Bow shorts for for summer, man. <clears throat> hey, hey, that's oh, no, it. I'm going to keep feeling this chest pack right Hey, you, you heard it here first. Shoei Bow. Shoei Bow. Shwebo. Instead of Jabo, Shwebo. Shwebo. Y'all heard it here first. Bro, I'm hey, you think it, I'm making the motherfuckers, bro? No, I want a pair. Loki, it sounds like we, we got someone to possibly design our band shirts. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. We, can we get a can we get a special Shway design band t shirt? Yeah, literally just our logo. Just literally our just logo. our logo. Yeah, you can even put you can even put Shway clothing on it if you want. Just send like yeah, bro. tag yourself. Hey, I got y'all, man. Easy. Put hey, cornbread easy. on the back of his. This is Redbone. Bread. It's Redbone, cornbread. We don't got a nickname for Dom yet, but we're going to figure it out. So, wait, Redbone, cornbread. Let's call me the beans, bro. Beans. <laughs> yes! Let's yes! go. Let's yes! go. I told go. you. I told you. I said it. it'll finally it's gonna come. Happen. It was going to hey, come. You heard this it here on band. You heard it here on band. <laughs> Courtesy of Dorian. We got, we, got, we got beans over here. Let's go. What's up, Beans? <laughs> Yo, he hates it. Hey. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's better than being cornbread. I'll tell you that. This dude, hey, there's not, I'll tell you that. There's nothing worse. That, but there's I mean, nothing hey, worse than is. light-skinned cornbread, bro. Yeah, nigga made cornbread. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's see, nothing worse. You see the shit that we do there's over here? There's nothing worse. You gotta, when you come to band, I swear, you got to be ready for some serious shit, and then we might deviate and roast a little bit. But just imagine this, bro. You go to the cookout, you go to Thanksgiving, whatever, and they bring out the cornbread, and it's not even brown or like mm. lightly. It's lightly toasted cornbread, like oh, Shelby. So it's bro. Undercooked. undercooked. It's just yellow corn muffin. It's just yellow corn muffin, mix, bro. Man. Hey, either cornbread or corn muffin. What's your real go? That ain't cornmeal, bro. Hey, pause. Y'all get the fuck out. Hey, podcast over. Let's go. Shelby's new name is is Cornmilius. Cornmilius Max. Cornelius and Stanley Edgar. Hey man, stop fucking with my cat, bro. <laughs> Sit over there and be quiet, Beans. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I definitely feel like I feel like we just been asking you a, a shit ton of fucking questions, man. But I got a better understanding about Shoei. Honestly, like, man, 
just to sit next to you, bro, and just kind of see where your where your mindset is when it comes to the designs, when it comes to like the brand identity, man. Like, I'm I'm proud, bro. Like, like congratulations, bro. Yeah, right, bro. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, I have some man. questions for you, a little bit off the topic of Shway, but just kind of in the entrepreneurial yeah. headspace, right? Uh, so being a black fashion designer. Um, how much of a struggle is that in a world that's kind of dominated by white men um, and sometimes white women that still have to overcome a lot of that? But um, I guess, what is that like for you? Um, so if you can kind of see, man, like there's a lot more uh, African-American and like color uh, designers coming up, you know? Uh, the one thing that I can say though, it's very, it's very hard to, um, I guess, to work with other black designers sometimes, man. Uh, depending on who it is, because I can say like here in Indy, you know, I got really good friends that are some dope designers. Uh, CP with Kamefi, um, my dude uh, Josh Sims and uh, Nate with Too Easy. Uh, Shout out Sims, bro. Like they like. It's some, it's some dope ass fucking clothing lines here, bro. And like, I work with all of them. They're totally good people. And um, that's like a rarity here, you know, as a designer, especially as a black designer. Because, you know, black folks, bro, we all, we prideful as, as fuck, bro. And like, sometimes when we get something going, we don't want to work with nobody else. We want to keep everything to ourselves because we did this shit. Like, oh, I, I bust my ass for this. I don't want nobody else to share it with me. Fuck that shit, bro. Like, to make somebody successful, it's a community type deal, bro. Like, my success is through the, my network. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, as as a black designer, I mean, that was really my, my biggest struggle was working with other people. Uh, as far as, you know, coming up in a more, you know, white, diverse, or more of a white, concentrated, you know, <coughs> I guess, area or field, whatever, I heard what the fuck said. It's, it's almost like being spotlighted. You know what I mean? Like, when I was with Pattern Magazine doing a photo shoot with them, it's like, you know, they're like, oh man, who's this? Like, who's this guy? And it's mostly white white girls up in there. And it's cool. Like, I fucking love Paulina, bro. Like, she's awesome as hell. And, you know, it's nice to be noticed, bro. It's nice to be seen for who you are, for what you do, and for what you love. And I feel that with any with anybody that's doing clothing, it doesn't matter white, black, Mexican, whatever, it's it's good, bro. It gives you it gives you motivation and a means to keep going. I got you, man. I appreciate that, man. I mean, uh, me and Rich uh, we're entrepreneurs as well, and uh, we're in some tough spaces. You know what I mean? It's tough when realistically. There's not a lot of resources out there for entrepreneurs, um, especially in like minority entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? There's tons of grants and things like that that you can apply for, but getting them is difficult. Um, securing them is tough. It's, it's really tough. Uh, getting funding is hard when you don't have family that can be like, yeah, man, here's a hundred grand, go get started. Or you got like the Trump family, a small loan of a million dollars, right? Like that's not our reality, but it's on us to kind of make that for our future, you know what I mean? Right. Make that for our family later on down the road or people that we want to support. Mm -hmm. um, I guess that kind of leads me to this, is as a minority entrepreneur or somebody in that uh, space, are you doing anything to kind of, I guess, 
welcome more people like yourself into that space? Like, as far as, like, working with them? Or uh, like, working with them, opportunities to maybe, like, design with you or make something for you or oh, yeah. things like that. Oh, hell yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> um, it kind of goes back to what I was saying. Like, you can't, you can't be successful on your own. You know what I mean? You got to have a team. Like, you know, you guys are a team on this podcast, right? You know, although y'all got some weird fucking nicknames and... <laughs> Motherfuckers like beans do such shit, you know, like, <laughs> y'all are a team, right? You know, I got people, bro, that, you know, I got other artists that help me design, you know, like, uh, well, my, my homie Nigel, Nigel, uh, good me, he's like Nigel Batman on uh, Instagram. This dude, bro, does some of my dopest custom shits, bro. Like, I just dropped a whole one-on-one collection, and he helped me work on half of it, and it's all late, bro. And... It's dope working with other artists, bro, who are like that. You no know, other entrepreneurs or other people who have, you know, some kind of creativeness. You know what I mean? And by me working with those, it's giving them a platform to showcase their work. You know, like like I said, I can't I can't be where I'm at without the help of others. And some people will take that same mindset and use it in a negative way. So like, oh, well, I can get to I can't get to where I'm at unless I'm stepping over you. So using you as a as a stepping stone. Fuck that, bro. Crabs in a barrel. Exactly. And how I how I work, bro. If I'm eating, my team's eating, bro. Like, period. And you know, if unfortunately I got cut you out of there, then that's what it is. But other than that, bro, like, I'm a team mindset, bro. I play I play football all my life, bro. You can't win a championship without a team. You know what I mean? Like, one thing my coach as a lineman, one thing my coach always tell me. Linemen win games, bro. Like, you can't have a, a solid football team, right, Well, your linemen. If y'all, if y'all hold, if part of your team's lacking, then my nigga, you're lacking. Yep. So, like, nah, bro, like, my team's solid, bro. My whole circle's solid, and I'm keeping it that way because I've seen my success, you know, start becoming more frequent with that setup. So, I'm always looking for opportunities to other people. My ultimate goal, bro, is to create like this is something like kind of sentimental to me, uh, but my ultimate like end game is to build a community, bro. That not only gives opportunities to those in need, but to get people off the fucking streets. Like it fucking kills me to see my people, bro, just begging for money, struggling out here, and I'm trying to build a community, bro, that helps that, that you know takes away that that you no know, hardship because. Shit's hard, bro. Like, in this kind of economy, in this kind of time, motherfuckers, like, are struggling hard, bro. And it's just, uh, it's fortunate for us that we're thriving. So, I mean, we have resources. We have the mindset to keep going. Some people don't have that because they don't have, they don't know where to go. So, I'm trying to get myself in a position to where, you know, I'm making enough income to be able to, you know, go out to different ventures and ultimately create opportunity. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. That's dope. Man. It's really dope. So can I, I got, I got to ask you this because you touched on so many powerful messages and things that really resonate, especially with us talking about teamwork, holding people, um, keeping, making, looking out for your people. Cause that's something we're always talking about here. And that's something I think we actually started putting in practice a little bit more, just checking on our people, making sure everyone's good and got it. So let me ask you this, Dorian, what? What keeps you accountable and keeps you focused? 
looking up to me, but like really count on me to like come through. Um, like I mentioned before, I got a son, bro. Uh, I gotta do it for him. Like that, I wake up every day and do what I do for him. You know what I mean? Like he's he's my focus. He's my motivation. I mean, if anything, bro, that's my hero. You know what I mean? So for me to keep going means you know to you know make him happy, make him proud, and that's ultimately what it is. That's what really truly keeps me going. Um, and wanting to, you know, make some of myself, so many people said I could uh, A lot of people were like, no, you just need to work a job and, you know, get your retirement fund and blah, blah, blah. All right, that's cool for you, but like, that's not me, man. I want to make some of myself with my own merit. And that's just what it is, bro. Man, I got to say, I'm personally impressed. And when we were looking at, when we were doing research just to get ready for the interview, and I, I was looking through your, your IG page, mm -hmm. and I saw a quote that I screenshotted that I just wanted to share back with you, because yeah, yeah. I thought it really resonated with me, and it was, and you can all see this on uh, Shway Clothing, you want something, go get it. You want, some, you want to achieve something, you work for it. You have the power and capability to manifest any dream into a reality, a wise man. So has, how has that quote helped you and build your brand? I mean, it's exactly that. I, I want to manifest something that was true to me. And, you know, so many times, like, yeah, I've had doubts. I've had, you know, you know I've been, like, kind of second-guessing myself with things. But I stay true to the manifestation I want. And that was, you know, to be where I'm at now and then, you know, better. So, you know... Just like what that quote said, man, like, essentially, you gotta stay true to yourself, dude. Like, stay true to yourself, stay true to your dream, man. Like, a lot of people got dreams out here, but too scared to go for it, you know what I mean? And that's where the comfortability comes from, but, you know, supporting nine to five and staying inside and basically being programmed. And, bro, I'm not, I'm not a robot. I'm not somebody that can just be wired and told what to do. And, yeah, bro. Like, I always make a joke, like, oh, I'm not from this planet. I'm an extraterrestrial, whatever. But, it, like, some of it's kind of fucking true, bro, because, like, the shit that, that we're being told to do and how to live, it's not me. Bro, like, fuck that, bro. Like, I want to live the life I want to live the way I want to live it. I want to manifest the things that I want in life. I think you just, it, it all comes down to the point is you, there's no cookie cutter route to success and achievement. I like how you said um, you said people have dreams and like they're they're kind of scared to go get them. But obviously, like you know, you had a dream and respect, bro. I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak for you. I'm gonna speak for myself. But let me know if this is something that you resonate with. Um, I feel like at a certain point, you gotta take your dream and turn it into a vision. And I've been saying this for a long time. It's like, yeah, you can have the dream. The dream is just so you know that that you're on the right path. Yep. Now, what happens is there are some people who have that dream, and that's all that it remains. It's just a dream. They just stay there. They go to sleep. They just keep dreaming the same thing, but they don't wake up and actually do it. I think that step of you actually waking up and starting to do something towards the dream that you had, 
is when you turn it from a dream to a vision. So when I say like I have dreams, that's because I haven't turned it into a vision yet. Mm -hmm. But then whenever I do turn it into a vision, I say it was a dream that I had, but I turned it into a vision because a vision has clear cut, concise goals and, and places that you want to go. And you know how to measure things that are going to help you get to your vision <clears throat> or how to reach your vision right. because you know what that vision looks like. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know if you resonate with that as far as like, is Shway still a dream for you or now is this like your vision? Like this is your goal because like you have a clear cut vision for Shway. Yeah, man. Um, so piggybacking off what you said, like, bro, dreams are just a reality waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, to make it a reality, you got to have that vision. To, you know, have that vision, you actually got to, like, want to do it. You actually got to want to put the effort in. Yeah, that's where that's where that dream starts to become something, take shape, and manifest itself. I mean, I want to say Shway's a dream now, but it's more so, like, it's more so a reality that's building itself up. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, so you're, you're living in your dream. Essentially, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, 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 you had the dream. Right. Now you're living that dream that you had. Exactly. But yeah. now it's a vision. Yeah. Because you got a vision of where you want to go. Exactly. And now, like, I'm taking that, that vision, that dream, and I'm making it the reality that I want it to be. I'm shaping it and molding it into where I, what I, what I want to be, where I want to go with it, and, you know, who I want to be because of it. We damn near could be psychologists. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, what we did? Hey, you can be whatever you want to hey, be. Hey, listen, man. listen. Call in 1-888-112-6969. And let, let my boy Beans tell you your fucking future. <laughs> hey, he's going to be reading off the little tarot cards and shit. You doing palm readings and shit too, Beans? Yeah, man. I mean, whatever I can do to bring in that extra stream of income. Uh, Let's go. I just want to let everybody know I am not responsible for predicting your death, and I am not responsible for uh, picking your lottery numbers. But if you win, I get 10%. There you go. Thanks. There you go. Well, hey, Dorian, we appreciate you coming on the show. As a matter of fact, man, uh, we got some more other shit to I got get one into. more question. Like, for, I got yeah, a question yeah, for, for sure, him. for sure. We, but after he asked you this question, we got some other shit to get into. I mean, do you want you want to stick around with us, man, and just kind of like we gonna just chop it up on the podcast? Yeah, I fuck with y'all, man. I'll go ahead and hang All out. All right, with man. Yeah, ask him what you got, man. Ask him, bro. So we got a we got a subtle debate from the other day. These niggas called me out on our our IG live or our IG story. So uh, I know you you like Starburst. You've had them before. Rank yeah, yeah. rank your colors. Colors. Yeah. Claim your set right now. Before you, you, before, you, before, you answer, before you answer, I want you hey, to no, know. No, don't give, don't preface I nothing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm don't not. preface nothing. I'm not, but let before him, you answer, I just want you to know that determining on what you say determines on how far this podcast goes. <laughs> Basically said he's going to edit you out, but joke's on him. He doesn't edit, so we're good. What you break your colors? <laughs> so are we like, are we just saying colors or are we doing flavors? Flavors. flavors. Is this, like, which, this, this is original? Original. Original. No, 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 original. Yeah, we're doing, nobody know the flavors. Original. Whatever. Yeah, Colors, flavors, whatever. <laughs> All right. Original Starburst. Go ahead. So, original Starburst, I would have to go pink, red, orange, yellow. Let's go! Damn. Okay. Okay. Hey, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I had the opposite, but it's all right. It's cool. This nigga likes it. Yeah, he's like, he's like yellow. He's like yellow. Oh fuck! Hey, I'm out, nigga. Dang, we can't even we can't even publish this podcast no more. No, I'm just kidding. Oh shit, bro! I'm, damn. I love this. Shit, damn. Bro. See, hey, I low key walked right into it. Let me tell you, right you, what, he, me tell you what he really does, though. 
He enjoys yellow the most. He eats those first. Then <laughs> hold on, hold on. Then no. he eats the orange, yep. and then he gives away I'm the pink. Oh my shit! What? I give, I give him because y'all like him. Hey, I learned. This nigga said they don't. My mom used to like him, so I used to just give them to her. Niggas never had pink Starbucks. I was eating them the other day. Bro, why are you capping for Dorian, bro? Hey, why are you capping for Dorian? He already said he's gonna design our shit, man. We don't gotta do no more than this. Oh my god, Shelby. We're good. This is about your character now, Shelby. Okay, Beans. Come on, bro. Hey, we're gonna give you a nickname next time you come on the next episode. Alright, what's up, man? No, we're gonna. We need some time. These things aren't rushed. Hey, so 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 check this out, man. I I wanted to I wanted to bring this up to the podcast, Oof. man. Uh, you ever just been like laying down the pipe, bro, and then just here we go. You just break the bed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I broke so many beds in my time, my nigga. Uh, I should be on a lot of people money. I just want to put that out there. It's it's just like the so. Here's the thing. There's certain beds, bro, that like I found to be unbreakable because I be trying. Like legit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I be trying, bro. I, I love he be trying. Like I be trying to put in that work and make sure, like you know, I leave my present. Like like how Shaq used to break rims, you know. What I'm saying? Wait, so so you mean tell me putting a girl in an unfortunate circumstance is leaving your mark, my nigga? Like she's gonna be shitty with you, bro. She no, lay that, no, no, no. Lay down, fall through the bed, bro. But listen, if the bed. If the bed is made cheaply and it and it it's allows dessert. to be broke, so it's, basically, it's, it's if she's got an IKEA bed, you really don't need to be fucking with Redbone. Quit it. So check it's this out. It's an IKEA bed. They break all the time. Well, yeah, like the wood frame yeah. with planks underneath. Yeah, we're not fucking with those no more, right? Now there are certain beds, bro. Like it didn't matter what the fuck I did, boy. Like I suplexed the bitch. <laughs> shit did not break. I'm like, damn, okay. Well, it was a very comfortable, tempurpedic type bed. So I'm like, okay, shout out. But then, bro, if you really, like, just out here with the wood planks, bro, I haven't heard that wood plank break in so long, dog. I heard that shit not too long ago. I was like, okay, I'm back in business. Hey, Loki, this is why it was late this morning. Quit it. Breaking beds. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this, don't worry. We'll, we'll go get some wood planks. We'll figure it out. All cat. You All know cat. what? I, I kind of got to tell you a story about, about this, right? Let's go. So when I was younger, I had an older cousin. Where I was like probably 15, 16, right? I go on a family vacation or whatever. They're like, hey, man, to my cousin. They're like, can you just like house it or whatever, right? I'm like a couple days in. I'm in Florida, bro. I'm a couple days into vacation. You know what I mean? Sixteen-year-old me sneaks a bottle of fucking rum into the into the into the car. You know what I mean? I'm getting lit on vacation. I get a text from him. He's like, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna buy you a new bed." I was like, "That's nice." Like the fuck? And then, you know. Come on, come on. I was, like, I was like, that's nice. And he was like, what, I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, yeah, bro. He was like, I took this chick over to your house, bro. She was a little big. He's a little big. You know what I mean? He was just like, and I just, he's like, I smashed your bed, bro. You had the wood planks? Yeah. He was like, yeah, bro. He's like, we, we, your, your mattress is on the floor, bro. Bro, Ooh. I just don't know how you can do like the wood planks no more, bro. Let me hey. ask you this though. So he broke my bed. Are you okay smashing people in other people's beds? Like your friend's bed or family member's bed or whatever. Just not mom and dad. Can't fuck in your parents' bed. So like if Shelby was out of town, you bring in Shorty to the crib? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, bro, I'm like this. I had a shorty, bro. You just wash the sheets. I had a shorty. It was a house for her grandparents, bro. You fucked her on her grandparents' bed. Oh, bro, I destroyed it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, well, that's kind of different though. Grandparents' bed. I, I'll, do it on the, I'll do it on the grandparents' bed, but not the parents' oh, bed. Oh no, no, no. Parents' bed is weird. Neither. Grandparents' bed. That's even more weird. No, it I can't ain't. do it. I can't do it. So, so you mean tell me? She see her parents every fucking day. But you see your grandparents. She's like, grandparents more. Oh, uh, did she? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's tough, bro. Well, grandparents still ain't fucking in the bed. Probably. How do you know? How do you know? True that grandpa probably tearing that shit. Man, my, man, my fucking old people be nasty, bro. They do be nasty. Hey, 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 let's talk about the STD rate with fucking old people, bro. What? Listen, what? Hey, what? legit. What type look, of shit is this? No, listen, bro. If you look at the STD rate with like the old motherfuckers in the nursing home, bro, it's really alarming. I just want to throw that out there. What else you gotta do in the nursing home, bro? Yeah. Literally. How did you find this topic? This up, like, man. I'm worried how many old people fucking right now. That's the most. And this thing's got a web and deep quote. Uh, I just looked it up. Oh, it says God. it's in. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I told you. Oh uh, shit. It says Americans 65 and over increased by 31 percent, um, and syphilis by 50 52 percent. So pretty much, there's a one in two chance that somebody in an elderly care home has an STD and is about to give it to your grandma or grandpa when they get there. But did you see syphilis on that list? Who the who the who the hell catches syphilis? It's 2020. They cured that shit in the 1900s. How the fuck you look going to the doctor saying, "Man, I think I got syphilis." What? That's tough. You got polio? You want to get checked for polio too? Can you imagine? Did you say you got TB, bitch? You got smallpox? Could you imagine having you get the call from your grandma or grandpa? You know, and they're like, "Hey, I need you to take me to the doctor." And you're like, "Oh, what's going on? Everything cool?" And they're like, "Yeah, I got chlamydia." Like, I, I'm not driving you to go pick that shit up. You were on your own. You got to hit Shelby up for the bus pass. And yeah, I got you. You got to get there and get it yourself. Slide in the DMs in the band DMs with band 2021. I got you free rides on the red line. Just let me know. Oh, you guys know what time it is? It's time for an ad. Are you a horny bastard who gets no play? Well, go to OnlyFans today and use code BAND2021 for your special discount on OnlyFans. We need sponsorships, so OnlyFans, you need to listen to this and throw us some sponsors. People fuck with us. People really do fuck we with us. We don't have no fucking sponsors. We need some sponsors. Really? Yeah, no, yeah, no, we're no, hurting no, right no, now. No, no. We don't got no sponsors. They won't no. fuck with us. We're not We're not really trying to do ad, like real ads, though, because we actually care about our listeners. We don't want to fill this shit up with some bullshit-ass ads and take away like the whole like vision that we have for the podcast. Like, we're at 100% authentic. This is the band boys, band in America. Like, we're going to give it to y'all straight, rugged, raw, however y'all like it. Um, we're breaking so beds over ads. here. We're breaking be honest, beds. Fuck ads. But if you got some money, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our business model. We just break beds. That's it. Band, band in America. America. We just break beds. Breaking beds. Oh, I, I have some questions for you, Dorian. Um, we had a get you yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey bro, he didn't even say he said Dory. He didn't even I say Shway. Yeah. Hey, he said that that Shway shit over. Hey, Dory, and I got some questions for you. <laughs> yeah, man. So we was having a podcast the other day. Oh, okay. And uh, we were talking to uh, our podcast friend Suki, and we touched on uh, a topic. Is Suki a guy? Suki's a girl. A girl, man. Yeah. So. Damn near. <laughs> But uh, we touched on a couple of topics, man, that kind of hit home for me. And I kind of wanted to pick your brain on it a little bit. Um, one of the things that we talked about was uh, how early in a relationship is it for somebody to ask you for money? 
Ooh. <laughs> hey, you know he's got some heat right now. Ooh. There we go. Hey, come on. Come oh, to the mic. Tell man. us. <laughs> Honestly, bro. Like, if Shorty says, hey, you know, you guys have been dating, you've been smashing, you guys are like three weeks in, and she's like, hey, let me hold $20. Oh, in, bitch, you better go on somewhere, man. She you says, better. let me hold $20 to get some nah, gas. Or, man. hey, let me get no. you back. I'll hit you back on Friday. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, nope. So how, how how soon is too soon for, for, for someone to ask you for some money? I mean, we got to be in it. Like, at least like six to, you know, 12 months type shit. You know what I mean? We got to be invested. Like, I can't just be... Blowing money on bitches. If I want to do that, I just buy all the fan shits. Like, fuck all that shit. Band 2021. Discount. <laughs> get that discount code real quick, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, dude, like, fuck all that shit. I'd probably be paying for premium Snapchats and fucking giving bitches money, bro. I mean, yeah. but if, if it's my girl, I know something, something's going to go on with that shit. Like, I got no reason spoiling somebody, you know what I mean? Like, taking you out to eat, doing all that shit, whatever, buying you shit. But, like, if you asking to borrow money, what you need money for? You ain't got no job? Yeah. Like, you can't afford your own gas? What the fuck you doing with your money? Like, that just shows me that you irresponsible and I can't really fuck with you. So, bye. I feel that, man. I feel man, that. Since we're, on the, since we're on the topic of people hitting you up and asking them to borrow money, have you ever had someone reach out to you and it's been a minute since you talked and they hit you like, yo, Dorian, man, I see you're doing well with the, with the Shway clothing. You're balling right now. That's good. I'm happy for you. Then the next day they hit you up again and they go, hey man, can I borrow some? Can I get some money? How does that make you feel? Uh, it makes me feel more like shit when it's family is doing it. Oof, it's every, it's every time. It's, it's usually family that's doing that shit, but like, I mean, I just ignore them. Like, I don't, I don't have time to waste, you know, with people begging me for money. I got my money the way I got it. I hustle my ass off for it. Just go do the same thing. Kick go, rocks. Go sell drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, so th- this is a little bit off topic, but 1,000%, I feel like I had to share this because it just popped up on my phone. So you guys are familiar with the Ahmad Arbery case, correct? Yep. In, oh, uh, wait, wait. In, in, a, in Atlanta, the black man that was that was jogging and, and ended up being murdered. Um, they said that right after it happened, um, one of the suspects called his former boss, who just so happens to be the local district attorney out there, from that crime scene in an attempt to influence and obstruct the investigation. Streets is dead. That's, that's the type of terrible. power and influence these people have. I mean, you hear about Deshaun Reed and how they're not going to charge the cops for killing him? Yeah. Yeah, wasn't it like some a judge ruled that like uh, grand, jury grand jury decided that they would not uh, pursue charges? Didn't they say something about like Indiana cops aren't liable if they kill people? Basically, yeah, that's, that's, a, like that. that's the craziest yeah. type of message to put out there because I mean it just goes to show that after everything we've been through this year, you know, with George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, um, Breonna Taylor, they don't it, it, they don't care. It is. What does that do for our mentality? You know that we could lie to you, bro. I don't think I've ever been. I would say more afraid, but I don't think I've ever been more worried to be a black man in America as I am right now in this year, bro. Because like they they're literally showing us like they don't give a fuck about us, bro. Like we're just cattle to them on camera, bro. Yeah. Literally, and and what sucks about this whole thing is that when we see it happen, we're almost getting like desensitized to it yeah and 
people are like, bro, Brianna Taylor became a hashtag. You know what I mean? Like it went from people who it went from people who like genuinely cared though, like about like what happened to that young lady, to people who were just like hashtag Brianna Taylor. Or you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, and again, Brianna Taylor. It's like, bro, like what's that say her name or whatever? Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, they're just doing like they're just posting pictures of themselves for likes and it's like hash like why would you post a picture of you half naked and then put hashtag say her name? You know what I mean? Or Brianna Taylor. It's like you know damn well that's not why you yeah, but like that's cloud. That's cloud. Like, why are you trying to get cloud like off of that type of situation? People believe in capping, bro. But this cloud shit is going way too far, bro. Like, man, let that family mourn. If you really care about that, them people and they family, bro, write them a letter. They ain't finna see your Instagram post. I'm sorry. Write them a letter. Tell them how you feel. Tell them that you want to get involved. Do not sit up here and put a caption on Instagram and think that they just going Oh yeah, this they must really care about Brianna Taylor. Bro, like, for my birthday, that was back in June, I literally told everybody, I said, look, I don't even want to make this year about me. Every year's about me. Every day's about me. I got my own money. I can, do, I can buy my own shit. If you want to give me money, if you want to do something like that, here, send your money to one of these organizations. Write a letter to one of these people. You know what I mean? Like, do this. Do that for me instead. And send me the proof. Let me know. That's all I wanted for my birthday. Don't send me no money, bro. Put put your money towards something that's gonna work, right? Like people like Mark Cuban, I respect because instead of telling people to give their money to politicians, Mark Cuban tells you to give your money to your local food bank, give your money to local people in the in your community that are actually doing things with the money that you give them, that 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 you can see it. Just because you're putting money on somebody's campaign. That's not going to do shit because people lose campaigns all the time. Think about how much money was spent on Trump's campaign. And the, still lost. The probably hundred a <laughs> $100 million or more. Literally on that campaign. If not a hundred million, at least millions, that money could have went somewhere else. It could have went somewhere else. And you were the loser. You know what I mean? It could have went somewhere else. Or everything about everybody in 50 states who spent money. Each one of those campaigns, let's just say they even spent a million and 50, that's 50 million. On the loser, on the loser side. And that's just not even counting the winner. Let's just say they spent, you know, 1 million and 50 states. You know, that's a hundred million dollars right there. Can do a lot that's a, that that's a lot of fucking money. And that's bare minimum, $1 million. That's bare minimum in 50 states. And we're talking about people who are like trying to get into Senate. We're talking about people like in, in just the house. We're talking about all different types of levels of people that have all this money coming in just for politics. You know what I mean? Where 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 does that money go? Where does that money really go? I, I'm concerned with this, bro. They raise all this money, and let's say Donald Trump loses, right? What happens to that money that's left over? Where does it go? Somebody's pocket. Same place it always goes. It went to my campaign, right? So that's my money. You, you donated to me. Pretty much. That's how they look at it. You donated to me. I mean, I think <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. The system is just so it's so corrupt and so messed up that you can't really feel like you really can't wrap your your head around it. So, and that's on the grand scale. But how do we kind of bring it back to our everyday lives? Like you said, it's it's really hard and 
in this environment to just be black and to try to just get up every day and to be successful, go about your day, your day, your daily basis, things that you do normally, and you got to have this extra burden of worrying about your life. Man, it's like, well, I'm driving every day, bro, and you know, I see a cop pull up behind me or like next to me. I shouldn't have that instinctual fear that he's gonna do some shit. Like, we've been pumped so much through media and through all these news outlets about what's going on around here. It's almost like they want us to see it. Like, they want us to either get mad or be scared. Like, they want to control us, bro. And, you know, like I said before earlier, like, as a black man, bro, we're prideful as fuck. Like, when we sit that pride in that sit in that situation, like, not be scared, bro. Like, because we're still human. We, we all bleed the same blood, bro. Like, what what difference am I to another motherfucker that has a badge? He ain't shit about that badge, bro. Like, he's just another motherfucker. Like, are you are you somebody different that you don't have a badge, bro? Are you, le are you less of a man that you don't have, you know, that handcuffs in a cop car? You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like... They want us to, you know, worry about what's going on here and in front of us, but there's so much other shit going on behind us that we're not paying attention to. Like, speaking about this whole election shit, bro, Donald Trump is, like, trying his fucking damnedest to stay in office for a second term because nobody's talking about it. When he's done, he's getting arrested, bro. Like, he's, like, he's getting locked up or uh, something, like. Yeah, top, but but I honestly I don't think that'll happen just because they're not gonna try to lock, lock up. Oh, a bro, he's, bro, he's gonna he's gonna fucking dip out. He's gonna have to go overseas, but they're not gonna try to arrest like a former president or a president at all. Well, the things they can't do, they can't. They were supposed to impeach him because of all this that was going on. Mm -hmm. They can't do shit to him right now because well, he, he, he did he's get got impunity. He, he did get impeached. He just didn't get removed. Yeah, he didn't get removed. But but that, they had the clause that a sitting president could not be charged with certain crimes right now. Right. So he's got that blanket cover. So it's that, that that shield right now. But at the moment that he's off, he's fair game. He's a private citizen. Yeah. So, I mean, he's operating in the same, but then you probably the same rules as us. From that point on though, it's not retroactive. You can't go back in time and be like, oh, you said this shit back then. Now, what happens is if his followers start doing shit because he says it after he's president, like let's just say like, he, he concedes and he's no longer president he starts saying shit and his people start doing shit, yeah, he's going to be held liable for that. You know what I mean? But until that happens, he's really not. But to touch what you were saying, um, you know, when, when he asked, like, just being a black man, you were like, well, seeing a cop, I shouldn't have that fear in me. I think the craziest thing is that these cops come out to our neighborhoods with guns, tasers, nightsticks, handcuffs, Bulletproof vests every day, right? Every day into our neighborhoods, right? And we just come out like this. You see what I'm saying? So who's really, you know? And they try to tee it up. They go, really, they like, go. He was, a, he was, really the, he was a black man wearing a hoodie. He's a black man wearing a hoodie. He looked dangerous. Dog, and this nigga's dressed like he's on Call of Duty. Exactly. You're wearing a bulletproof vest, a fucking gun, a fucking taser. <clears throat> Handcuffs, a nightstick, mace, fucking a, a pit bull. Who looks more dangerous? A, a fucking, you know, a yeah. fucking dog, a fucking car that doesn't have a chip in it, a bulletproof car, bulletproof shield, and I and you're scared of me, nigga. You look like fucking uh Batman to me. 
Not even. No, Batman because he, Batman is a regular ass nigga. Le- legit. Bro, he's a regular ass nigga with a bulletproof suit, bro. Exactly. Yeah, he's just a regular it. ass nigga, bro. Same thing, no, bro. I mean, it's Why? facts. Who should be scared of who? That's all I'm saying. Who should be scared of who, bro? Like, you coming into this neighborhood scared what? For what? For what, bro? And, like, all these lethal shots, I hate it when... Bro, I don't know you even get me started. Look, but the thing is, like, got started. You're like, started. Bro, half the times, bro, nobody's even doing anything, my nigga. Like, yeah. they just, like, go over there and... Antagonize. Yeah, antagonize, bro. Like, you know, it. they need a reason to act the way they do, so they cause that shit. They provoke it. So, abuse their authority. Get down on the ground. For what? Nigga, I'm what what did I do? Like, yeah, it's like... And, and, and honestly, I hate that people are losing their lives due to all this senseless shit. But it's like, we need people who, when the cop is like, get on the fucking ground, randomly, you didn't do nothing, you didn't, you just like, you don't even know what's going on. I'm not finna just hop on the fucking ground, because I'm not finna show anybody that it's acceptable to, as soon as these motherfuckers say something to me, to hop on the ground. That's like slavery. You ever, that's that's slavery mindset. You ever seen that's movie, conditioning. Uh, you ever, my father interrupt, bro. You ever seen the movie Queen and Slim? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah. that that movie right there touches exactly what you just said, bro. Like how what like the whole premise was, whoever didn't see the movie, no spoilers, whatever, but spoiler. So the whole premise of me like, bro was just casually driving, got tired, like, started yawning, swerved a little bit. The cop pulled him over, yo, you been drinking, what are you doing? I don't drink. What are you talking about? Get on the ground. I'm about to search your car. Why? You have no reason to do that. Just because I'm a black dude and it's nighttime, I yawn and swear just a little bit. You're going to try to do that shit to me? I mean, ultimately, got popped, but, and honestly, bro, he deserved it. Like, at that point, I understand taking a life is wrong. I get that. It was either them or him. Exactly. And like, he already shot, he already shot this date, and she's a lawyer, bro. So she already knows he was in the right, but uh, the system won't look at that, bro. They're like, oh, you took down an officer, you shot him, you you're fled, wrong. You fled the city. Like, even if he would have fled, if he would have stayed, he would have been over, bro. All right, if he would have yeah. stayed, he would have... Like, either either way it goes, the ending was going to be what it was. Yeah. If he stayed, if he left, it was going to have the same result, bro. Because it has the same message. Yeah. It has the same message that if you are a black man in that situation, and that same yourself. scenario happens, you cannot defend yourself. You can't run. You, what are you? What are you gonna do? Your car. The moment that that situation happened, your his car was already pulled. Yeah. The outcome was already decided. Exactly. It was a wrap for you. It was a wrap. There was and no. There's no saving. Oh, my girl's a lawyer in the car. She's gonna. She's gonna talk him down. Nigga's not listening. Nope. It's a wrap for you. As soon as the lights went on. It's done. It's done. And that, it's done. that's every day for us, bro. Every day. And that movie is our daily life, bro. Like. Yeah, man. I mean, I won't lie. If I if I'm driving and I see a police officer behind me, dude, and I know he's behind me, you know, he starts looking at my plates, typing in his fucking laptop. Like, one, you're doing something that you would arrest me for, and two, like, I just pull off, bro. Mm-hmm. Whatever the closest thing I can turn into is, man. I'll, I've pulled into people's driveways and knocked on their door and be like, "Look, this cop has literally been following me for like six minutes. Like, I'm just gonna act like I live here," and they're like, "Oh no, I get it." Uh, I remember one time, uh, my mom, I went to go visit her husband's family out in kind of like the middle of nowhere. I had a state cop literally follow me from the highway to their driveway. And I was on the phone. My mom was like, look, I don't know if I'm going to make it there. And she was like, well, just 
drive the speed limit, put your car in cruise control at exactly the speed limit, don't swerve, don't do anything. I was like, this dude has literally not stopped following me. Like, yeah. this is out in the middle of nowhere. I had a cop follow me from Indianapolis at, at Clips Music Center, from Clips Music Center all the way to Terre Haute. Yeah, man. Nigga, do you know how long that is? Yeah. That's it's almost drive. two it's hours. Drive. Drive, bro. That's almost two drive. hours. That's an yeah. hour and a half. This nigga literally followed me all the way to Terre Haute and then pulled me over as soon as I got right in front of my fraternity. Pulled me over. Start, get out the car, search the car, all this shit. How'd he get this car? Where does he work at? Asking the people who were in the car, not even telling me. My hands are behind my back. I'm cuffed up. I didn't even do shit, bro, for his safety. I'm cuffed up. For Asking his everybody safety. in the car, what does he do? How does he have this car? What were y'all doing in Indy? Blah, 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 this, blah, blah, blah. Did you see him make any stops? I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, bro? They're just like, black man with a red Audi. Like, how, how you got that? In yeah, college, man. you know what I mean? I'm a young nigga, too. How you got that? Boom, boom, boom. And it's like, damn, bro. What? I I didn't do anything wrong. You just so happened to, to catch a glimpse of me and... Just felt like you didn't fit. Yeah, yep. you was just like, hold on. What? I don't got one of them. How you got one? And follow me from Indy yeah, to, to, to Terra. Follow you that long, bro? bro you know that what? Right I had a guy, bro. Right guy. I had a situation like that one time, and this is where I learned something. I had a cop follow me. I drove from Anderson and got pulled over in Noblesville uh, by an Anderson police officer that said that. Uh, That's a good 30, 45, man. It? Yeah, it's a good 30, 45. So I'm on my way home. This dude said, Yeah, I, caught, I saw you speeding, and I just wanted to make sure that you weren't going to speed the rest of the way. And Bullshit. so Bullshit. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So then, so then, you know, he said he pulled me over for driving left of center in swerving lanes. I was like, dude, I was just switching lanes. He's like, but you didn't have your turn signal on, so it looked like you were swerving. So he pulled me over for that. And then he's like, so uh, what are you doing out here? He was like, what do you, what, what do you, like, why are you on your way down to like Fisher's Noblesville area from Anderson? I'm like, because I live there. He was like, oh yeah. I was like, yeah. He was like, well then, let me see your ID. So then I give him my ID. He was like, is this your up most updated address? I was like, well, no. I said, I haven't updated my address yet. He was like, well, in Indiana, if you move, you got 60 days to update your address or else we can give you a fine for that. I'm like, okay, that's news to me. Then all of a sudden, I asked him, it was like, he was like, well, I'm going to come search your car. And uh, I had my girlfriend with me at the time in the passenger seat. That's where I learned you have to have a cop present for every person in the car when they search. So then he's like, I got to call somebody. So he calls somebody, right? They pull up, I see them talking, and he looks at me, and I'm just chilling in the car. You can see him just looking at me through my side view mirror. And he gets back in the car and drives off. He was like, they don't want to search your car right now, because it's like, it was like one in the morning, you know what I mean? And I've been sitting here for like 20, 30 minutes just waiting on this dude to like have somebody from Anderson drive up here to search my car. Then I asked him, I was like, how can you even pull me over from here? He was like, well, I'm going to give you a ticket, blah, blah, blah. He was like, in the state of Indiana, all cops are considered state cops, so we have statewide jurisdiction. So it doesn't matter. What? It doesn't matter where they're from. They can still give you a ticket. They can still arrest you. It's just certain things they can or can't do, but they can follow you, and they can they, give they, you a ticket. They can 1,000% follow you. Because when when I got followed from Indy to Terre Haute, it wasn't it wasn't uh, I don't think it was a state trooper. It was it IPD? It I'm was not, a sheriff that got me, an Anderson sheriff. He drove behind me with his headlights off well, for this, like this thirty minutes, happened. and I didn't even see him. I, I forget where the, I don't know that's, if this was that's a, legal. 
It is illegal. I don't know if it was a sheriff or if it was IMPD or whoever it was, but once we got to Terre Haute, they called Terre Haute cops to come. See, they were looking. They are always looking, man. As soon as they see something that they can say, all right, this doesn't fit the typical picture. Black man driving a red Audi. I mean, bro. Black man driving a nice truck. I mean, it's crazy. They just see these things and they're like, all right, bet. I got time tonight. I got time tonight. I'm going to go have a little fun. For them, it's fun. But for us, it's like, man, I go. I can go to the grocery store right now. And it's 12, 12.40 in the afternoon on a Saturday. That could be it for me. Yeah, bro. I can go 10 minutes down bro, the street to the grocery right store now. and it's a wrap. It could be it for me. That's the shit that we live with every day. Every day. So the thing that bothers me is when... And I'm not shooting, no, I'm not taking no shots at anybody. But the thing that bothers me is when my white friends or you know people that claim to be white allies they say, "I just don't understand why you don't like the police. They make me feel safe. They make the neighborhood better. They make the community better." You don't get it. No, you want to know that's called you my don't. privilege. Right. Yep. <clears throat> privilege. Right. And some people they'll say things like, you know. I don't know why you don't like Donald Trump. He's going to clean up the, the crime and all this. I'm like, he is empowering these dudes to kill people that look like me for no reason. For going home. For going home. Going to the grocery store. Minding our own business. We can't even mind our own business anymore. Listen, if you're racist, fuck you. From, from both sides. If you're racist, fuck you. If, if you don't believe in just decency... For all people, just human decency, then fuck you. If you believe that cops should target a certain group of people over another group of people, eat a dick and die. If you feel like you are better than somebody else because of your skin color or your your status, you can go kick rocks. I mean, the list goes on of just shit that like you could just fucking die like just shut up like we don't care like just shut up and die like it's a long list of shit that we can say that fits there because i feel like that's our issue as people especially as american people if we were to be in england and you're black and somebody else is white at the end of the day you are an englishman they are an englishman it isn't any, oh, you're a black Englishman, you're yeah. white Englishman. Now you're a black That's it. Yeah. That's it. There's no divide. American, There's no divide. They, they're not dividing their people. Because guess what? We have fucking eyes. We can see. If I'm a white Englishman, I can see that, yeah, this nigga is black. <laughs> or vice versa, like, this person is white. We can see that. There's no need to divide us. They're still from here. You know what I mean? That's it. Which just which should be the same thing here. Oh, America we can likes use labels. our eyes. We can use our eyes. You know I'm black. You know what my skin color is. I know what yours is. You you don't have to always. You don't have to say. It. I like you said. I, like y'all. Like we we've talked about this before. Afri- I don't like the term African American either. What do you, like? What do you mean? Yeah. If you look at. The government's website, when they like start talking about ethnic groups, they have white people being people of like European descent or people coming from. Um, they even say Northern Africa. 
So if you're a white person, you have and you have uh, and you descend from Northern Africa, why the fuck aren't you called an African American? Because mm. they don't they don't want that <laughs> they don't want that stamp on their on their shit. I mean, hey, they don't want it. You really want to go deeper? Check this shit out. A lot of motherfuckers don't realize that as black people, we were the very first civilization on this planet. White people come from us. Yeah. You can have two black people make an albino child, which by which on top of that, that's how white people even be like came to existence. Mutation. So what happened was there was you no know, tribes back then, like when it's all like Pangea and shit. And they were actually like exiled because they were different. They were the minorities. So you had a whole tribe full of fucking pale, you know, fair skinned people living in the mountains over time. They started to mutate to, you know, acclimate to the altitude and all that. That's where we get white people from. That's they, why they're they, they Yeah, they start, they start the going mountains to places. mountains of Caucasus. Exactly. Yeah, they start going to places where, the, where their skin can handle it. Because even now, I'll, I'll, like albino people, like two black people can still make an albino child today. And the one problem, and a couple problems that the albino kids have, light, mm-hmm. like sunlight or just regular light, and their skin being exposed to UV rays. Nigga, you don't have to be a scientist to know science, bro. If that shit's always been something, which we, there's science behind that, yeah. These people had to go places where the sun wasn't always out, where they can adapt. Because that was just, uh, was it, uh, natural selection? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so natural selection's where that, like, you're you're naturally selected to be, like, in a position, basically, like, on the food chain. And, uh, like, so nature like has selected hierarchy. you to be the lower totem pole. And this is where how far you go. Yeah, they were at the bottom of that totem pole, and they had to move to these different yeah. places. But that I still feel like that's a form of natural selection because they had to. It's natural selection influenced by circumstance. Yes. So their circumstances changed because they were exiled out, like Dorian said. Yeah. And then they had to basically reacclimate to a new environment. So based off of, I don't, know, I, don't I don't think it's called Darwinism, but just off of you know the hierarchy of nature. They became, when they moved, they became the top of the food chain. They went from the bottom to the top because of their environment. Their environment, the situational changes in their environment. Exactly. So, either way it goes, I say that to say this Black people are the superior race. You don't believe that? You're a dick. <laughs> well, I mean, we definitely got into some good points today. And I'm, Dorian, thanks for coming and chopping it up with us. I want to close off. So on a kind of a positive note. Yeah. So with everything that we, we talked about today, you know, you starting Shway Clothing, you know, the issues in our community, what we can do better. I want to know you what you would recommend to others here locally or in their own, you know, communities outside of the 317. Knowing that they have these issues as a creator, what can brands do to kind of bring awareness to their communities? I mean, the biggest, the biggest thing, man, is, you know, just work together, you know, throw away that pride, throw away that selfishness and just, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to help people, bro. You know, you know, you still be true to yourself, but at the end of the day, you know, no one can be anywhere without their community backing them. You got to have the community, you got to have a network. You don't have a network, you ain't got shit. 
So don't be no, don't be a bum ass nigga and you no know, try to do everything yourself. Get you a team, get you a solid team. You know, talk to people, shake hands. I was a background kind of dude. I've always labeled myself as Batman, working from the shadows. But I had to throw that shit to the side, actually shake hands with people, talk to motherfuckers. That's the biggest advice I can give. Talk to people. Don't be afraid to shake hands. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Exactly. You can still be Batman, but sometimes you still got to be Bruce Wayne. Hey, facts, bro. Facts. Exactly. So, Dorian, go ahead and uh, give shout out your handle for us, for yes, everyone's sir. listening. So, Instagram, it is Shway Clothing, S-H-U-E Clothing. It is not shoe. It is Shway. On uh, Facebook, same thing. Website, www.shwayclothing.com. Thank you, Dorian, so much for uh, pulling up and talking about Shway and honestly just kicking the shit with us, man. I feel like this is a very powerful interview, man. I can't wait for it to like actually come out and everybody hear it. Um, last thing that I want to say is to all y'all jive turkeys out there, y'all like that? Y'all like my little lingo? Bringing it back to the, what, the 70s, the 60s? <laughs> ah, yeah, right? uh, no. culture fucking, today. I'm fucking with y'all. Look, we are, we are in preseason right now. For all the people who are playing that game, it's definitely preseason. So make sure you're on your P's and Q's right now if you want to make it to cuffing season. Oh, my God. Shout out. Well, you plugged cuffing season. I so did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, go so, check that episode out if you yeah, haven't listened. If you haven't, make sure you go you go backtrack. Dom, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Nah, man. Just peace, love, and prosperity to everybody. If you guys, uh, if you guys really support black people, Santa Black Man Nudes today. And uh, cash out from ten dollars. I'm black man. I'm black man. Cash app is ten dollars for lunch. Um, And use the code band twenty twenty if you want to get that band twenty twenty one if you want to get that OnlyFans discount. And if you actually listen to this episode all the way to the end, go ahead and send a message into our uh, into our Instagram. It's band dot n dot America. Send a message and uh and and say corn meal. That's all we want you to say. Say Cornmill and you might win a special prize. You know what? You know, one more thing. So I'm feeling kind of you know, generous right now. If you uh, listen to the end, hop on shortclothing.com, put in a promo code BEANS. You know, I'm going to give you half off whatever you get. Now, is that beans with the S or beans with the Z? We did, we decided. I mean, what what, how, what you want, Don? I want an S. With beans S? With beans, beans with S? Beans with S. Hey, I'm on there. I'm about to go get some. Discount code. Let's go. Let's get it. I like it. Beans. Cool. Well, Dorian, <laughs> thanks for it. kicking with us. Course, this course. is the next, this last episode of Band. Thank you.